Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey guys, when we started this project, we were not sure how hard it would be to edit, record everything, and then eventually distribute. But then luckily, someone told us about Anchor. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. Secondly, they have creation tools that will allow you to record and edit directly from your phone or your computer. They distribute your podcast for you. And the best thing is you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We're in the state of confusion. Questions on your mind. Send in Matisha and Brandy. Gonna help you unwind. We're hanging out together, even though we're long. We'll pass it on over. Sorry, we're stoned. Hello. Hello. What are we gonna talk about today? Dad did all the talking last week. Honestly, I was just thinking he was a great guest. Great. I mean, like, I'm just thinking he needs his own podcast. No, we should just use him for our podcast. That's true. He is so good. Like, I listened back and I was like, okay, my lovey did really, really good. No, I'm the one munching. I know. I see you're eating cookies and drinking wine. It's the best combo, honestly. I mean, it seems like it. Mm. <laughs> I'm eating peanut butter and drinking water. That's way healthier than what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So what'd you do today? Oh, just the huge. I actually recorded. Um, I was a guest on the this podcast called The Bachelor, and I've seen that. Yeah, so it's like, there's an Instagram account called Betches that's massively popular, and Betches has grown into this like whole brand, and they've branched out and they have a ton of different podcasts now. And so their their specific Bachelor podcast is called The Bachelor, and they had Wells and I on today to to break down this past week's episode. If you would like to watch an episode or two of The Bachelorette, I'm sure they would love to have us on. Oh, I'm going to, but now I was going to watch the one where it was filmed at La Quinta since I stayed in the El Presidente suite. Well, that's the one that's on right now. So if you would just catch up, honestly, so if just so you're up to date. The Bachelorette was Claire, and then Claire found love, quote-unquote. I know quickly. all this. Gabby okay. was telling me. So now Claire's out, and Tasha's in. And Tasha's season technically just started this week. Like, this was her first episode. So you could get on board now. You wouldn't have to watch any of Claire and just start watching Tasha, and you'd be up to date. Okay, what channel is this on? ABC. Okay. Is that what Dancing with the Stars is on, too, right? It is. Yeah, so you got Monday's Dancing, Tuesday's Bachelor. Got it. Gosh, I'd really be entertained the whole week. 
<laughs> Seriously. And it's like two hours. You know, dancing's two hours and so is Bachelorette. It's nuts. But I and Tasha's amazing. Like Claire was kind of a snooze. Tasha's awesome. Okay, great. I'm gonna start watching. You should. So then I'll get us on that podcast. Oh gosh, stoners, we love you all. We really like, do. We love y'all. Maybe y'all are just weird like us and no one else wants to be a part of our club. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Speaking of being a part of the club. I noticed that you have recently upped your Instagram game. Did you notice? I did. You posted some, you know what? My kids are great and all, but it's time for me. It's time for the Tish show. Molly literally goes, she comes over and goes, Mom, I loved your PSA on Instagram. (laughs) My PSA. You know what? I'm getting old and I just feel like that I have just posted and posted and posted about you guys forever, which I love. You're Mm -hmm. the loves of my life, but I do have (laughs) other loves these days and passions and just things that I want to post about. And honestly, I work hard on my design and work and and it is what I love to do. And I just want to freaking post about it. Well, I've been telling you that you should be posting about it for a very long time. So I'm glad you finally took my advice. You really have. It was because I was looking and my friend was doing something great. Like he partnered with Walmart on something or whatever. And I was crying in my Cheerios about it to Molly saying, (laughs) why can't I do that? And she was like, you absolutely can. And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, mom, first of all, we're going to need to redo the gram. (laughs) seriously she was like you need to start posting that stuff and I was like I know but and she was like nope 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 you can't be crying in your cheerios and sit back and not do something about it and so I was like you know what she's right and so I just decided that's what I'm gonna do well I think that's wonderful I've already been loving the posts and you know what else is wonderful is the support I got from that because so many people commented and also DM'd me and I also got a DM from a designer that I followed for a very long time Byron Bay that I love and respect as a designer and she hit me up in the DMs and told me how much she loved my design and how good I was and that she loved it and I was like what? I was like that's so cool like you know what I just made me feel really good and supported and it was awesome well that is wonderful mother thanks like I'm really kind of stoked and like I don't know I just feel like it's a whole new lease on my life wow okay like I'm just my second act is starting mm, it's just your second um, I feel like this is like four or five I feel like I'm in the third quarter <laughs> wait Something. that's not what I meant fourth quarter <laughs> let's see uh. I don't know. Uh-huh. I might be between the third and the fourth. Yeah. You're ridiculous. Let's not talk about that. Be well, you do today, speaking what, of getting old, I went and saw been... my old friend, Dr. Ben Talley, down in Beverly Hills. About oh, Botox. Do, do tell. You got Botox today? I got Botox today, and he is so good. I, this is not an ad at all. Dr. Ben Talley in Beverly Hills. He's such a good friend of mine, but he is just so talented. Like when I look at his Instagram and see the things that he does, he's just like a talented guy. He's just so awesome. But anyway, so I just went and I got a little refresh on the, on the brow. Wow. Yeah. So I'm going to be feeling good in about four days about about this situation. It's really amazing how fresh it makes you feel. I hadn't had mine done in so long because of COVID, and I just got mine done almost two weeks ago. As soon as I hit the two-week mark, I'm going to do a little before and after on my Instagram story. I've never done that before because I feel like people are like, you don't need that. 
And but I'm gonna show I'm gonna show you guys how much I needed it. <laughs> oh you're gonna God. see the before, and you're gonna see the after. But you know what? It's like here's the thing that just this is just my personal opinion about all this stuff is if you just do a little Botox or something, and and you say you want to look refreshed, stop there. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, it's just like. I've done Botox for a while, but I've never, and you know what? That's what I love about Dr. Ben Talley. Love you, Ben. I love that he, like, there will be times that I will want more or I want, and he'll be like, absolutely not. You know, like, you do not need to do that. And I love that because I think if you just keep in your mind, you just want to look refreshed, but mm-hmm. you don't want to look different and you don't want it like, you just start looking nuts. All the filler and all that. You just start looking freaking nuts. And I think you don't realize you're looking nuts. And then you mm-hmm. look more nuts. And like you mm-hmm. just even go to somebody that will tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah. That's good advice. Yeah. I do think like here. So here's like if you aren't super familiar with Botox and fillers, I think the, I think the thing that's misunderstood about it is the fillers are what make you look a little crazy. And you really only start doing fillers when you already have permanent lines. So if you start Botoxing when you're younger to prevent those lines from ever really getting horrible, then you never have to do filler and you never have to look crazy. That is very true. That's my theory. I mean, I feel like fillers though are also like when you get older and you get sunken under the eyes. That's true. But honestly, key to this whole conversation is why I brought up Ben is like, gosh, if you're doing this stuff, find a great doctor mm-hmm. because I just feel like there, there's a very fine line, <laughs> a yeah, very yeah. fine line. But fillers are a little Pun scary. very like, intended. It, like all that, like putting it in your cheeks and stuff. Like it's, it's like, I, I don't know. It's scary, mm. but a little Botox here and there freshens um, you right up. I just got a very interesting text from my brother, Brazen Cyrus. Oh, what'd he say? He said, can I come ride horses sometime next week? I want to start riding. He told me that the other day. You sure can for 65 bucks an hour. <laughs> Honestly, Stoners, she is not joking. That's not. Right. <laughs> my time is precious and my time means money. <laughs> you are nuts. I'm going to have a cookie real quick. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm dying. Um, <laughs> I was going to talk about the fact that there have been painters in my basement for the past few days painting your rooms in your basement. You picked some great shades. And do you know, like, honestly, I had such anxiety about picking these shades I don't know. I just did. I literally looked at paint samples for two freaking months and was just like, which like down to the, like the blues just being so not even that different. And then I just had myself so confused that I finally just said, let's just do this and this. Are they good? They're so good. <sighs> and, and I know we've talked about this. Okay. First of all, here, here's what I've learned. Both your paint colors are fair and ball. No, I don't think so. Oh, I thought you said they were. No, I ended up doing Benjamin Moore because fair and ball is a little pricey. Well, it's really pricey. But did you match them to the Pharaoh and Ball color? I did not. You know what? I was going to. And then, like I said, I had just thought about it for so long that finally I was just like, forget it. I'm just doing whatever. And I just like grabbed the the blue and a green and said, this is what I'm doing. But I do love the Pharaoh and Ball card room green. But I had showed you this one, the Cedar Mountains from Benjamin Moore that you loved. Mm-hmm. And I ended up just doing it. 
Oh, okay. Well then, so th- we've talked about before mom's new like go-to paint move is to paint the trim a tone on tone, but like a shade or two darker than what's on the wall. And so that's what she's doing downstairs. And it looks great. Do you have before pictures of the room? I was just thinking this, that I don't think I do. Mom! I am so upset about it. And I I mean, like, I just can't wait to see the transformation. I mean, I think it looks like a completely different place in a great way. Like, it looks awesome amazing because I was just kept thinking like as much as my stuff is in here I just feel like it doesn't feel homey cozy like warm and so I just was like I just really need to and again we talk about this that paint is an inexpensive way to make like these massive changes and Mm -hmm. so I just decided to have it painted and I can't wait to see it yeah it looks really good and then you also did you know we love a good like diagonal wall You've done this in a couple places, and I actually have this in my in my house downtown, where you literally tape off just like a straight diagonal line through the center of a wall, and then you just paint. I mean, I guess you could paint two different colors, but we usually just paint like the bottom one color. Like yep. you did black downstairs, and I did like a dusty like pink, I guess you'd call it, like a mauve color. Yeah, it was like a dusty mauve. It was so pretty. Yeah, and then wh- I then left it white above, which was super cool. But it's such a cool way to it almost looks like art. Like instead of having to buy really expensive art for a wall, doing something cool like that is, I don't know. It's just so unexpected and it looks great down there. I love that. As a matter of fact, I mean, I just think you can do so much with paint and you're right. Like the diagonal, cause it was just this big white wall. It was just going to be like two white shelves on a white wall and my black TV. And I just remember when I had that done in my other house and painted the bottom part of the wall, like mm-hmm. it just completely changed everything. And even with when Brandy did hers, it was the diagonal with the dusty pink and the white. But then um, right on the line of the diagonal, she painted a little gold leaf to make the line gold between the two. And it is so pretty. And just like it it is a piece of art. It's so cool. And I was on Pinterest and saw somebody had taken like pulled their bed out and painted a big, huge circle and like a gray color on a white wall and then put the bed back. That's cool. It looked so cool because it almost just looked like a big sun coming up out of the bed. Mm-hmm. And it was so neat. That's awesome. Yeah. I actually did that to a house that I worked on here in Woodland Hills. I'll have to try to find those pictures and post them because it looked so pretty. You worked on a house in Woodland Hills? I did. It was for a pilot that we pitched to HGTV and they didn't buy. Oh. Yeah, just mm. another no for Tish and Hollywood. Oh my God. I feel like you could have an entire documentary based on being told no. I, I could. I could absolutely. Why don't you do that? Maybe that'll I be really great. should. I really, really, really should. If anybody wants to know, it was called Live Your Look. <laughs> it was amazing. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm just going to post the freaking trailer. Why don't you? I'm going to post the darn trailer. On Facebook. IGTV or I'm Stoners, watch for my, it's called Live Your Look. I'm literally going to put up the sizzle. You should. Best show ever. But anyway. All right, Stoners, y'all know I got a lot from Tizzle here in the DNA department. Well, that includes thinning hair. Thank you so much, Mother. Uh, I know. I've literally dealt with thin hair my entire life. Same And. One of the biggest things that I noticed is once I started having kids, 
There was so much shedding of hair. It made me absolutely crazy. So when I heard about Nutrafol, I was so excited. Totally. So if you guys aren't familiar, Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. I have personally been taking Nutrafol for years now. I'm a big, big fan of it. And I think it's so important to address the root causes with the supplement so that you're really targeting, you know, the cause that's in like within instead of treating it purely from the outside with hair products. And for us older ladies, one of the biggest causes of thinning is menopause. Their supplements support healthy hair growth from within by targeting root causes of thinning, including stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism as they evolve through a woman's life. Yep. They have a few different supplement options. So if you're not sure which one's right for you, you can take their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code STONED. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code stoned. That's Nutrafol.com promo code stoned. Well, in other news, yeah, Astra is back on her period. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? She has she's bleeding. It's a thing. I thought she was spayed. No, not until December 8th. How old is she? A year. They tell you with large breed dogs to wait a year. I've never done that. Well, you know what? You never had a girl dog or a big one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's what the, and uh, this is a common thing. I was just talking with my horse trainer about this. So yeah, they said wait a year. So we scheduled it for December 8th. So it's like holiday time. So I'll be here and she can be chill or whatnot. Although I have no idea how I'm going to make her be still for two weeks. Something, this is not going to happen. I'm going to drug her. No, maybe you can hot box her in the basement with you for for the absolutely. She'll be fine in two days. She's gonna be running around like a crazy girl. No, she can't. They do. (sighs) Well, right now she's bleeding like a crazy girl. Like I'm embarrassed. Like I, she just like walks around and just there's just blood, a trail of blood. They have diapers for that. How embarrassing. I can't put a diaper on her. That's like putting a diaper on your like 13 year old daughter that just started her period. Absolutely, if they're dripping all over the house. No, I can't do that to her. Ew. (laughs) So that's what I got going on over here. That sounds terrible. (laughs) Okay. Should we get into some DRMT? I think we should. I feel like dad was so long-winded with his answers, we actually didn't get through very many last week. You know what? I just, I cannot brag on your dad enough. He was my favorite guest. He was just awesome. That's because he's your husband. I know, but I don't even usually like him that much. And I thought he was amazing. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed he wasn't stoned. Next time I'm making him get stoned. Because what I would love for the stoners to see is the absolute two complete different personalities. Like it's nuts. Mm. All right. You ready for your first uh, message? Bring it on. Hi, Tish and Brandy. My name's Pam. Smoking a bowl of some nice, yummy Tropicana right now. Thought I'd ask you guys a question about a little bit of mental health. What or how do you set healthy boundaries while 
keeping a balance of respect for yourself and the person you're setting boundaries with. Loaded question. I hope you have a loaded bowl. Have a great one, guys. I love her. Love. She is everything. I've got the loaded bowl cover, so you're going to have to cover this one because you are so much better at this type of advice. Well, we all know Tish can't have boundaries to save her freaking life. It is so true. So do not take advice from me on boundaries or communication. Well, it was it, it was loaded in the sense of it was a little vague, like I guess trying to set boundaries between a significant other or like a friend or like a kid. Like, I, you know, it's like the advice could go either way. Boundaries are hard because to be able to set boundaries, you have to first like communicate and be a little bit I don't I hate using the word confrontational because that seems negative but like you do you have to confront the other person to set a boundary and so I think that is step one which can be really hard so I think it's all like in the way you word things you know what I mean let me just take tell you a little tip Miley and I our whole lives this was our ploy we were like all right to get mom to say yes to things we have to make her think it's her idea (laughs) we used to do this all the time so like if we if we wanted to like be able to go, I don't know, like to Forever 21 in Pasadena, we would just be really annoying so that she wanted us to leave so that when we were like, well, then can we go to Pasadena and shop? She'd be like, yes, go. Oh, I mean, good idea. Are you for real right now? We would do this all the time. But it's seriously. So if you can word something in a way where you almost make the other person think it's their idea to set the boundary, <laughs> you're golden. I can't believe you all did that. <laughs> It works every time. Uh-huh. Kind of just did it to Rye. I was, he was like, so I'll, I'll wait for you to go down and night check the animals. And I was like, yeah, but it'll be, it'll be so late when I get done that we won't even be back up here until 945 when we get back. And he's like, okay, I'll just go do it without you. And I'm like, oh, you're the sweetest. <laughs> it was his idea to go without me. But he knew what you were him. <laughs> he probably did. Totally. Oh, did I answer the question? Yeah, good enough. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, on on one more note about boundaries. I do think, because her whole thing was like, how do you maintain respect for yourself while you're setting them? I think like my sister has taught me it's really great to write things down and make like pros and cons lists and like things like that. So if you like can write down what your boundary is and and kind of like what you're not willing to compromise on and what you, and then like what you are, I feel like, I feel like that could be important where the respect issue comes in is like, make sure like, if there's a line of what you're not willing to, to budge on, like, don't let someone push you over it. That would be my advice. Be strong. Hmm. All right. Let's move on to a weed question. Hey, y'all. I just wanted to say that I love the entire Cyrus family. I have been a big, huge Billy Ray Cyrus fan since I was eight years old. I even got his autograph tattooed on me. And Tish, in the Facebook group, you gave me some great advice on picking the smokestack day. It turned out beautiful. So thank you so much for that. Um, my question is, I just moved to Las Vegas where weed is legal. So I'm very new into the whole weed scene. Um, do you guys advise a sativa or indica? Um, just whatever your best options you think are. Um, I would like one to like summer me down a little bit around my kids and the other one just to kind of get high and have some fun. Thank you so much. What a cutie. I wish his dad's autograph tattooed. I will say though. My dad's autograph is one of the coolest I've seen. Is it? It's just like, it's just this like effortless like squiggle. But like he's, he has a down soap pat that like, it looks the same every time he does it, but it's a literal squiggle. 
Yeah, it really is. It's almost like a little heartbeat. Exactly. You know? Uh. God, we are just loving your dad today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and so, yay for the legal weed in Las Vegas. That's where she said she moved, right? Yes, Vegas. Honestly, I think for someone that just started smoking, something that'll slow you down for the kids and also just like you said, make you feel, you know, a little high is you can't go wrong with a hybrid because a sativa, like I feel like if you start first start smoking and get a strong sativa, it can make your heart race because it kind of makes you feel up and, you know, it's kind of a I feel like it gets you up and it and it can make your heart race a little bit. And then indica for me, like I, a lot of people I know do smoke indica, but for me, it just makes me so tired. And it also, I don't know, I feel like indica for me, just even though it is for sleep and things like that, I do fe- think it makes me just feel down. Like it also like can make me a little paranoid. I just think it, indicas can be really strong and also they make me feel the next day kind of like I have a hangover. And so indica for me doesn't, I mean, like, I think it's probably different for everyone, but it's just something that doesn't work for me. And so I just feel like a really nice hybrid, like you kind of can't go wrong. So that's just my advice. Well, you are the queen. Well, I'm getting there. Queen of the stoners. <laughs> I love it. But I love it. I always know on my Instagram if it's a stoner when they call me Tizzle. Tizzle. I love it. They're and like, the dish. Yeah, I get a lot of tizzles. Hi, Tish and Brandy. This is Taylor from Pennsylvania. I have always been the biggest fan of your family. You guys are just the best. One of my favorite memories is in fourth grade. For Christmas, I got tickets to the Hannah Montana Miley Cyrus World Tour, and I got to go in a limo with my cousin. So to this day, that is the best concert I've ever been to. Me and my mom still talk about it. Um, But anyways, I just can't thank you guys enough for making such a cool podcast. Like, I think a lot of people would look up and, you know, see these people's status and and whatnot. But you guys really, like, created such a cool platform and made it just feel so real. And, like, you're talking to your friends, which is just so cool. And I love your dynamic. So my question for you is, that being said, having, you know, the pain that you and your family has, what is your favorite part about that? It's always intriguing to me that you're able to reach so many people and in such a positive way. So what is either like a favorite memory you have, maybe with a fan or being able to help somebody or just in general, what is your favorite thing? Thanks, guys. Love you. Bye. She's the sweetest. Love, love, love her. Love. That is so cool. I love our stoners. Me too. It's so good. I love our little community. Can I just say that I can't wait for this COVID stuff to be done so we can do live podcasting. I know. It will be so much fun. And then all the stoners can come and we can all hang out in real life. Okay. Well, answer. Why do you want me to answer? Because you can't remember the question? Is that it? <laughs> oh, yeah. You realize you can never do this podcast without me, right? absolutely not (laughs) no you are insane i'm gonna answer taylor's question okay she's like basically saying like do we have a favorite memory um with a fan and also like what's the favorite way to use like your platform that you have or whatnot i think for me like I, i i there's we have instagram and we have facebook and we have you know, like there, there's like so many different ways to connect with fans these days. But I do, for me, the podcast 
because of exactly what you're saying, like it feels like you're in the room when you're li- with somebody when you're listening to their podcast. And I just think that's such a cool like extension of getting to know somebody because like scrolling someone's Instagram feed is fun and all and it's pretty, but it's not you get like you don't even really get glimpses of it is not real feed. at all. It's a highlight reel and highlight reels are fun to make and fun to look at. But uh, to me, like the podcast is the most authentic way that I can connect with people. And I love that about it. That's it was always my absolute favorite thing I did. And that's why I wanted to start this one with my mom, because I just think it's such a cool way to connect with people. It also allows me to be a catalyst for other people to connect. Right. And that's what one thing I love about concerts. Like when I was young, I would just remember, like I used to go down to a venue here called Rocket Town in downtown Nashville. That's where all the high schoolers went to see concerts. And I and I used to go see all these like hardcore and metal bands. Like Trace and I were really into that style of music. It was <laughs> popular then. And I remember that I would look around and I would be like, man, like I you can look around this room and think like I would have nothing in common with anybody in here except for the fact that we all freaking love this music and know every single word and we're here and we're all together. And it just brings people together in a really cool way. And like bands are a catalyst for allowing people to connect. And I feel like when we're podcasting, like we also get to do that. And I, I'm so glad we started the Facebook group for you guys because I see you guys connecting with each other. And I don't know. That's my cheesy. favorite part too. Call me cheesy, but I feel like life is all about connecting with others. It is. And that's what I loved about the Facebook page so much is like I get on there and I even feel like a part of that community. And it's so fun, like seeing all the stoners talking to each other and helping each other out with problems and their home decor and just everything. Like, it's just so freaking cool. I love it so much. It is. Okay, y'all, you know what gives me the ick? deodorant because I just think it's so bad for us like there's just so many deodorants out there that have like ingredients in them that are just said to be really bad for us and so deodorant has given me the ick however I need to wear it especially in the summertime when I'm riding my horses so I have recently discovered Lumi if you guys aren't familiar Lumi is a whole body deodorant that was created by an OBGYN who saw how normal BO was misdiagnosed and mistreated. So Lumi was created. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Plus, it's baking soda-free and paraben-free. My favorite part about Lumi is it's a one-stop shop. Like for traveling, which we do so much of, or whether it's you have to go to gym in the morning and then to work, it's just so easy to bring one product that works from head to toe. Totally. You can also choose from a variety of fresh, bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, which is my personal favorite, or toasted coconut. They also have products like body wash and deodorant wipes that are clutch when you're traveling and perfect for on the go. The Lumi Starter Pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, which could be the mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. Uh, Tizzle, you want to tell them what special offer we have for the stoners? As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off of a Lumi starter pack with code STONED at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code STONED. And, you know, I think it's obvious that like the Hannah Montana phenomenon and, and Miley being so famous definitely you know, affects all of our lives, like everybody in the family. And for me, like one of the coolest ways that I've I've been able to kind of like, I don't know, like use that for good is I've been down to Honduras a couple of times with a nonprofit called Humanity and Hope. 
And I'm not gonna lie to you guys, it can it can get annoying when people are like, oh, you're Hannah Montana's sister. Like I've been hearing that now for so long. But I went down to Honduras and I was working in these villages and these kids recognized me and put it together that Hannah Montana was my sister. And in a situation where like a lot of times I would let that be annoying and just like, oh, here's another person saying this. These kids, seeing them light up and to them, Hannah Montana is a real person. And they're sitting here thinking like Hannah Montana's sister is here in my village. Like you could just tell that it they just couldn't even believe their eyes. And it was just such a cool feeling to think like, you know what? That it's something that can seem like so silly and so like so unimportant. But like here in this moment to these kids, it's like one of the most important things <laughs> that they've ever experienced. Uh, and no, I know that makes so, me want to cry. So cool. Yeah, it was really cool. I remember the first time I went down, they all wanted to learn the hoedown throwdown. And I actually it, me and another girl on the trip who happened to know part of it. We like ended up putting a little bit of it together and getting to dance with them. It just made their whole like life. I feel it was the coolest thing. That so, is so awesome. Yeah. I do think like, you know, as, as annoying as some like parts of being quote unquote, like famous and in the public eye or whatever can be, I think it's really important to also recognize that it, you can do so much good with it too. Honestly, that happened to us. Molly and I went to Haiti after one of the big hurricanes and, you know, just like so much sadness and that we went to this school, uh, it was a school of orphans and we were there and they were so excited to see Molly and me and were just hugging us. And at the very end, these little Haitian kids, somehow they all knew the words to the climb. And so right before we left, Molly was going to start singing it. And they started joining and singing the song with her. And it was the most incredible thing I have ever seen in my life. And so you're right. Like those are the best moments and the reason that it does like where we take this for granted in those moments, it is just so incredible. Yeah. It's funny. This is totally unplanned, but I, it's a perfect time for me to bring this up. Speaking of hurricanes and Honduras, um, Hurricane Eta, I guess is how you say it, ETA. Mm -hmm. It just ripped through Central America. And you guys, Honduras, not only Honduras, but other countries in Central America, but Honduras is completely underwater. Ben's been posting about it a lot. And I'm going to, I have something I'm going to post about it. So I'll make sure and post a link for you guys because these villages that I have been in and I've worked in, and we have spent years and years and years raising money to give these people homes and bathrooms and power it's all underwater like they That's they have so just bad. overnight have like absolutely no, it's it's brutal to watch it all in social media and i feel like it's not really being talked about you know there's so much going on right now with the election and covid and just everything and i think it's getting overshadowed a bit and it's really sad because it's pretty devastating. So if you guys, you know, if you're able to donate at all or have any interest in like finding out more about what's going on down there, I'll make sure and post a link on Thursday when the episode comes out. Because, you know, when we can travel again and everything, like I definitely, Ryan and I both want to go down there and, and obviously help clean up and see what we can do. But it's going to take a lot to help these people. And yeah. it's just, it's, it's unfortunate that, you know, no one's really talking about uh, it. So. I didn't even know. Um, I'm going to have to go look it up. Yeah. See, so Taylor, thank you for being a catalyst and <laughs> reminding me to talk about that hopefully we can we can send some stuff their way and help them during a really hard time so mm. it's crazy i know i literally was like oh my gosh we just built houses in this village and now they're all destroyed it's nuts 2020 dang hey y'all this is audrey from maryland i grew up on billy ray's music love country music i'm a horse girl myself so my question is for kish i have a dark chocolate dining room table that I need to replace the chairs 
and bench for. I'm having a hard time finding a place that has good quality chairs at a decent price and a good bench to go with it as well as, like, good colors. I don't know what to go with dark chocolate. I don't want more dark chairs. So if you please help me out. That would be great. Thank you. So, so I did see a few days ago that West Elm is having a massive sale, like massive. And I always love some of their benches, even some of their outdoor benches are cool. And what I would say is it sounds like with like a dark chocolate table, it would be nice to do like maybe some type of a light upholstered chair. Because it yeah. seems like a dark chocolate table sounds pretty heavy. So I feel like if you did something in a light color and some type of a light neutral color in the chair would be really nice and maybe lighten it up a lot. But actually CB2 and West Elm, they both have really great sales. And I really always, I think their dining room chairs are always amazing. And I feel like you could go with something a little mid-century or just something a little more fun because it sounds like the table being like a dark chocolate brown would be kind of heavy and um, more traditional. So I think that could be really cool. You know where else I love for dining room chairs and, and chairs in general is article. Amazing. And and right now is just a great time to be shopping for anything because things are going to really start going on sale from now until the end of the year with all the Christmas shopping. It absolutely is. Yeah. Great advice. My chairs are West Elm. Yes, they are. Love them. Hi, Tisha Brandy. I love you so much. I love the podcast and the family. My name is Carrie, and I'm from Tennessee, and I had a high design question. I am looking to get a new Christmas tree for my small house. We have eight-foot ceilings, and I don't want to spend too much money, but trees are really expensive. So I would like any ideas on, like, how tall it should be. Um, what design or like what trends are going right now. But if you could, I would love to hear some, any Christmas hacks that y'all have. Thanks. Bye. Yes, Tizzle. Go ahead. <laughs> Me. You love Christmas. I, well, I love decorating for you Christmas. You do. I don't, I just love decorating. I love a holiday. I love an you excuse do. to have a little shindig, have some people over, pour some champagne. I just, you know. I'm just a little social butterfly on the holidays. You really are. But I really, I don't have a ton of experience. Um, well, I would say if you, only have, if you have eight foot ceilings, you need a seven yeah. foot, seven and a half foot tree. Yeah, because I definitely think like, I like when trees pretty much touch the ceiling. Me too. That's all I was thinking like a seven and a half foot tree would be great. And then you still have a little room on top. But, you know, I love, love, love a real tree always, but... It is such a freaking mess, like getting it in and getting it out and the needles are everywhere. So I do think if you're going to buy an artificial tree, if you can afford a nice one to do that, just because I think if it's something you're going to use year after year after year, I also think that probably after the season, after Christmas, you can probably get some really majorly on sale. I know there's a company that I got a tree from a few years ago. I think it's called Balsam Hill. Let me look. That's a weird name. Let me look it up. Hold on. Balsam. Yep. I Balsam. feel like, is that it? Balsam, B-A-L-S-A-M Hill. Okay. And then Matt Sanders last year, I forget what the name of his little tree is called. I mean, it was a real tree, but it's like the Charlie Brown tree. Do you know what those are called? No. Like a, something spruce, I think. But it literally, he had like a seven and a half foot Charlie Brown tree. It was the cutest Christmas tree I have ever seen in my life. And mm. I'm going to have to get a picture from Matt. It is adorable. And 
I think that's what I want to do this year. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really cute. So I feel like I saw somebody post recently. A lot of people are going ahead and putting their Christmas decorations up. Have you noticed this? Oh, yeah. It's crazy. I feel like it's because everyone's so depressed about COVID and just everything in general 2020 that everyone's like, we need all the cheer we can get. So Christmas is happening now. When Um, I was just in Joshua Tree a few weeks ago, and I mean, it was two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. They are at the Quinta. They already had Christmas decorations up. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot. It was nuts. So somebody that I was follow, I, that I follow on Instagram, I can't remember who they had. They had their tree put up already, and it was one. It's an artificial tree, and it came pre lit, which a lot of them do. And I want to say she got it from like Costco. What? I think so. Like Costco or Sam's Club or one of those. That might be worth looking into if you have a membership. Yeah, I don't, but that does sound good. Was And I love to, like, even on the artificials, I love a really pretty white flocked tree. Think oh, you do. <laughs> I used to always want that as a kid, and you would be like, those are messy. It's so messy, but that's what my mom, like, when I was at my grandma's, we had a silver, a silver tinsel tree every single solid. I mean, it was well, the you, 70s. You had one not that long ago. I still have one. I'm going to put it up in the basement. <laughs> That we always, my grandma in the 70s, always had a silver tinsel tree. Always. And then me and my mom and dad, that's sad. But me and my mom and dad, we always had a real tree that was flocked Mm -hmm. every year. Because my mama and I liked it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm a fan of a flocked tree. They are messy. They are messy. We did, so last year, we had a real tree last year, but I love a good classic white lights. I just think if you're going to do white lights and you have to do like some colored bulbs because to give it a little something, something. Didn't we do like an, what color would you call it? Like a peachy gold? Yeah, it was, yeah, like an orangey peach almost too. But it was, but most of the bulbs were like this light blue color. Uh Just like a really nice, like calm, relaxing peaceful blue yes oh and and it could go like with some gray undertones yeah and then i think i had some very faintly mauve colored bulbs thrown in too but i think like if you're gonna do a like a plain tree and white lights i'd love that but then i think you need to have some sort of like color scheme going for your decorations Mm -hmm. um i'm gonna look for the pinterest photo that we used as inspiration for ours because it was so good it just had like Pops of this like orangey color here and there. It was just, it was really pretty. It was beautiful. But yes, we did. We found it on Pinterest and copied it, and it was so pretty. Mm-hmm. I'm just spitballing here, but I feel like it could also be cute to do like a tone on tone tree and do a tree full of like bulbs that are all the same like color but different tones. I love that idea. That could be really nice. Yeah. Just saying. Like, I I do love, like, in my old house, I always had all gold bulbs, but I did, like, the gold satin and then the gold shiny metallic and then the gold glitter and, like, all different textures of a color. And that was really Mm -hmm. fun, too. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love Christmas. (laughs) No, you do. You love decorating. Can't wait to decorate. (laughs) Ryan I's first Christmas. Oh, boy. I can't wait. No gifts. Hi, Josh and Brandy. It's Skylar, a.k.a. Sky. I just have a munchie moment for you guys. One of my friends showed me if you mix Lucky Charms and Oreo O's together, it's the perfect combination. So give that a try because it's delicious. Also, Brandy, you slayed it this Halloween per usual. You are the Halloween queen, 
and I look forward to every episode, every week. I love you guys. I hope you have a blessed day and a blessed week. I love you. Goodbye. I want whatever Sky's got. I love Sky. Her energy is everything. Everything. Okay, so Lucky Charms and Oreos? Is that what she said? I feel. And you know what? I'll eat Lucky Charms on anything, in any way, shape, or form. Lucky Charms at the jam. Did she say Lucky Charms on Oreos? Do I need to re-listen? Yeah. If you mix Lucky Charms and Oreo O's together, it's Oreo O's. Is that a cereal? Oh, that's a cereal. It is? Oreo O's. I'm Googling. Oh, it is a cereal. Yum. Ooh, they even have a mega stuff Oreo O's. That sounds amazing. I'm going to get some of that. Curbside pickup at Walmart. <laughs> I'm serious. I freaking love Oreos. They're like my favorite cookie. You know who would like this combo is rye. That uh, sounds amazing. The little marshmallows with, oh gosh, that sounds awesome. You know what? We, uh, my friend Kirsten, she loves to cook. She comes over a lot and we act like we're all going to cook together, but really she does it all. And we love to make fruity pebbles, marshmallow, like the marshmallow bars. You know what I mean? Like oh. rice, rice crispy treat bars, but what with fruity pebbles. That sounds amazing. Bomb.com. I bet it'd be bomb.com with Lucky Charms, too. I'm hungry. I'm eating cookies and drinking rosé, and I'll tell you, it's a great munchy moment. I've been seeing that. I'm just eating a spoonful of freaking peanut Mm -hmm. butter. You got any baked goods this week? I saw you ordered more sweatpants. Are they that great? Yes. (laughs) The only complaint I have, I figured the name of the company is with the C, doesn't it? Coliseum. Yes. Why do they not come in white? Coliseum brand sweatpants. Why do you not make these in white? I don't understand. Call me crazy, but I feel like white is not a very common color that the general public likes to wear. They get dirty easy. They're not very flattering on everyone. Only Tish the Dish can wear white 24-7 and pull it off, I feel. White sweatpants are everything. Gosh. I love them. It's just so clean. They look great on you. And you could put on a white sweatshirt, white sweatpants, and like even a little pair of combat boots or even like a little boot with a little heel and it'd be really baggy and cute. I love it. Like you're nuts. You can go out in them during the day. You can go out them at night. Like they're just everything. Hmm. Very interesting. Uh Uh-huh. So no baked goods for you? Um, No. I was getting ready to tell you guys about this. You Okay, so last night, I'm in bed, minding my own business, ready to start over um, the undoing. Mm-hmm. And Molly texts me and says, Mommy, I'm at the door with Brad and Vidge. I am like, I am in bed. And here she comes and anyway, gets me out of bed. And they start showing me this thing on YouTube called Scare Tactics. What's that? You guys, they only showed me three episodes. So it's basically punked, but not for celebrities, but for just random people. And it's on YouTube and it's called Scare Tactic. And the three that they showed me, I have never laughed so hard in my entire life. So it'd be like me setting you up to be scared. 
And it is insane. I mean, like, I would be so afraid to do this to someone in case, because what if they literally had a heart attack and dropped dead? Because, like, in some of these that I saw, like, it was friggin' scary. Like, if some little alien monster came running at me that looked so freaking real. These episodes are so good and so funny. I actually, we sat and watched this one specific one eight different times. Like, it is so good. The guy is losing his mind about to kill over when they finally tell him it's not real. It is huh. got to watch it. Okay. It sounds like you need to be very stoned to enjoy this. That's possible. But honestly, <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, you know what? You're going to freak out because you're going to be like, why are you just now watching this? I just started Dirty John season two, the Betty Broderick story or whatever. I, I have no words. <laughs> I watched it three times. Okay, I know you and Miley are obsessed, but I have to tell you, it is not grasping me. It's uh, and Rye won't watch it at all. It's very slow. I think it is so much better than the first one. Strongly disagree. Oh but, my gosh, it's so. You know what it is? Tell me why you think it's so great. Because I'm having a hard time. Amanda Peet and Christian Slater. Christian Slater. I mean, come on, Christian from the '80s Slater. Ugh. I loved him so much. You just don't understand my deep love for Christian Slater. He is so good in this. And Amanda Pete is so good in this. They're just so good. Like, I just honestly was in awe of them, this, the entire thing. I think they both won awards for it because it, it was just the acting. It's kind of like the undoing. Like, I felt the acting was that good. Like, it was just blew my mind. But I loved it. Well, I'm invested enough that I'm going to finish it, but it's very slow. He drove her crazy. I know. Well, he's a freaking piece of trash. For real. And as much as like she's a freak at the end. When she, she is a freak, though. I too. mean, there's a one part. Like, it is so scary and she is so off her rocker. But honestly, I understand how she got there. Like, I really <laughs> do. I literally understand how she went there because freaking drove her nuts no he did he is he's trash but she's also nuts but i just i feel like i'm very confused about how some of these things that are like is that like epstein what is it epstein receipts or some it's part of the show like in this show there's some law where because he says they were separated at a certain date that she has to like pay him back for like all these costs. And then that's how he ends up not owing her very much money because the judge says the separation date is what Mr. Broderick says it was. And so then you owe him like 500 and some thousand dollars in receipts. And so his, his final total he owes you is $20,000. And then she ends up with basically nothing. How is that thing? How is there no accountability for if, if like she even knows that it's happening? I don't know. It just seems too easy for him I to just not that, tell but her. But I think he just manipulated her and be like, oh, this is the beginning of the proceedings. You don't need to be there. And then mm-hmm. she wouldn't be there. And then that's why she would tell her friends, oh, I think we're getting back. I didn't even need to go to court today. And the whole time he was acting like she just didn't show up. Yeah, and I so, just really hope that because this was set in the 80s, right? I need to do some research, but like surely to God, things have changed enough to where like we've evolved to where it's just not that easy to manipulate somebody into getting nothing. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely freaking not. These judges and especially people in politics, like it is so corrupt and it's so sad. And the law does like, honestly, our judicial system is so broken and does not work. It is so awful. I mean, awful. 
Like I know someone that was in a place in an apartment with a boyfriend and it was her name on the lease and they broke up and he wouldn't leave and he literally squatted there and the court was not on her side. Like it is a broken system. I do not understand. It's so sad. I don't know. Anyway, that's what I'm watching because uh, we just couldn't find anything new to watch. We've just cruised through everything lately. So if you haven't seen it, honestly, if you haven't seen Dirty John season one, that's some of the best television I've ever seen. Amazing. And but you know I, who I'm I obsessed love. with Eric Bana, so. Oh, love Eric Bana. But you know who I love in that is the girl that plays Ruth in Ozark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The daughter. Oh, uh, and she, her character's so completely different, and it's so mind-blowing to see what amazing sh- actress she is because she's just completely, like, in Ozark. How dark she is and hardcore, and in this, she's just the little rich girl that lives in Orange County, and, yep. like, she's absolutely incredible. So, yeah, Dirty John 1 and 2 is an absolutely amazing if you haven't seen it. But. Um, it's not easy to find Season 2, by the way, but you have to, you have to buy it. It's on Amazon Prime. Okay. Yeah. Love. Thankfully, Tish already bought it and we share an Amazon account. So, oh boy. <laughs> okay. Well, should we wrap it up? We got it. I haven't packed a thing and I leave for Moab tomorrow. You have not packed anything. Not one thing. I know. I was busy today. And what time do y'all leave tomorrow? 8 30 in the morning. 8 30? Yeah. Darn. <laughs> okay. Well, let's tell the stoners goodbye. <laughs> All right. Obviously, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, like, what are you doing? You're either too high to function or (laughs) you're just high enough. Uh, So make sure that you subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And we just freaking love a five-star review, like more than you know. Uh, Maybe if we get desperate enough for content, we'll start reading some of our iTunes reviews. That's always a big hit on YFT. Really? Okay. We actually have a segment on YFT called Fuck You Very Much. And we well, read the terrible. We read the bad reviews, and it's really funny. <laughs> so go leave us a review, but leave us a nice one, please. And um, make sure you're calling in to the voicemail. I got to tell you guys, my sticky note came off my laptop, and I don't have the phone number in front of me. Hold on, Tish. When are you gonna memorize? Nobody's gonna number. write it down from the podcast. They're gonna look for it on our Insta. Well, just in case, if you want to know the number to call in and leave a message and be- get your voice live on the podcast, the number is. 818-839-0534. And one day, Tizzle is going to memorize the phone number. Uh, probably not. But anyway. Call us. Ca- uh, yeah, call us. Love y'all. See you on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to look for that sizzle reel <laughs> <laughs> of live your look. You are nuts. Okay. Well, I'm out of here. Love y'all. Love y'all. Bye. Goodbye. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.